Welcome back to the Road Nose Podcast. All right, everybody, welcome back or welcome. Uh, we're the Rose. Yeah. We this is Rose. Nose. Um, I'm Tyler Rowe. I'm. You don't know don't who know. you are. You don't no. know your name. I'm Hannah Rowe. Yeah. I always um, want to come up with. I'm going to take my gum out. Yeah. Or else I'm going to be smashing it the whole time. Um, I always want to come up with a different name, and then I just can't think on the spot. Something clever. Yeah. You got to be quicker than that. I'm not. Yeah, that's okay. Um, I mean, before we get into the obvious thing that we're going to talk about, um, what's up? How was your week? That's fine. <laughs> I had Monday cool. off because it was Martin Luther King Jr. Day, so it was technically only a four-day week, but it was mm. felt like a very long week. Yeah, tell me about it. So, <clears throat> yeah, it was fine. I don't know. I just, I think I'm coming down a little bit with a cold of some sort. Mm-hmm. So the last couple of days, I've just been sleeping a lot. So yeah. I'm still kind of like half awake right now. Yeah, the weather can't decide what it wants to do. It's currently snowing. Like, yes, really bad. <laughs> like a lot mm-hmm. um which <clears throat> kind of like came out of nowhere and then not that long ago it was like 50 degrees yeah it was like warm and it's sunny. all all of january in the great state of ohio yes um it's pretty much like that so you never really know what you're gonna get um but yeah i my week felt super long um it's first week like really at you know new job so it was like it was definitely hard. Um, there's a lot to it, you know. It's like a sales job, so it's it's tough. Um, but you know, you keep moving. I'm yeah. just I'm still learning a lot about it and stuff. So, mm-hmm. um, but last night <clears throat> we went to Jeff Ruby's. We did. Which it's a steakhouse slammed. It was really um, good. <laughs> I think they're all over the country. I'm pretty sure. Like I'm there's pretty sure they're I don't a know huge how, thing. Like, yeah, I don't think there's like multiple in each state but i think yeah, they're yeah. around the country for sure yeah um i had a steak that was like bigger than my head yeah it was 16 ounces yeah it was a bone boneless ribeye is what it was yeah cooked medium rare perfectly yep that's probably the only one i've ever actually had cooked legitimately perfectly yeah and um which it better be because it wasn't cheap so <laughs> no. um yeah, it's definitely one, of, probably the fanciest place I've ever eaten. Yeah. Yeah, because I, yeah, I can't remember ever having spent that much on dinner. But mm-hmm. the reason we did that, which we typically wouldn't, just because. No. I don't know. You were you were saying this last night, and I I agree. It just felt so like out of place being it's around too those much people. For I me. think it's just too much. Like it's not. I was telling him. I was like, I feel like if I grew up super wealthy and this was like a normal thing like fine i wouldn't think twice about it i guess but there's just so much extra stuff that goes into just going to a fancy restaurant like there's the whole etiquette there's like what like is proper and if you don't grow up and know it then i don't know i feel like mm. how i was saying it, i was like maybe it's my anxiety i don't know but i feel like there's just so much room to screw something up or look stupid or you know, yeah. so much room for air somehow that I just, I don't know, I feel uncomfortable. I feel so out of place in such a nice place like that. Yeah. It feels like a whole thing. Like, it doesn't feel like you're just going to yeah. go have dinner. It feels like... It's a whole performance. Yeah. There's a whole thing to it. There, Like, the, the waiter is wearing a damn suit jacket. Yeah. Like, you know, and it, it's... It, and it's nice. I like it. Like, I, mm-hmm. I enjoy that they, they legitimately, like, you go in there and they treat you like you are the king, you know? They're like it's, royalty because yeah. you have to be royalty to go there because it's so fucking expensive. <laughs> yeah, they they treat you like, like, oh, my God, you came to eat dinner? Like, that's insane. Good, great job, you know? They just compliment you on every single thing, which, yeah. you know. I guess it gets him a good tip. It worked for me. I tipped him more than 20% for sure. But um, I, was but, te- yeah. I was texting my parents and I told them, I was like, oh, yeah, we're going to Jack Ruby's for um, our anniversary dinner. I always say Jack Ruby's. Is there another There's Jack a- something? There has to be because it sounded, it sounded it, right it when you said right, it. Right, but, and it sounds right. but Sorry, Jeff Ruby's. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, we're going there for our anniversary dinner. And I said, I was like, I feel like that maybe 
no, that's different. But I feel like Jack, that's probably why I said it. Um, I feel like Jack from the Titanic, when he's eating that meal dinner after he saves Rose with like all of the first class. And he's like, I don't know what to do with myself. Like <laughs> I'm this poor kid that's living like now eating with all these rich people. Mm-hmm. And Kathy Bates goes like, he's like looking at his silverware and he like, doesn't know what to do. And she's like, sir, I'm from the outside and work in. Yeah. So. Even like the, bu- they, they bring out bread and stuff and there's, there's like a normal butter with Just it. Normal I think. butter. And then there's a mushroom truffle butter. There's like a salted mushroom truffle butter. I'm like that little squirrel triangle of butter is probably like fifty dollars and i was like i don't even know what to like think of that i, I, don't, I don't know that doesn't mean anything to me i know like i'll i always hear about truffle being like a big deal it's really expensive do you know why because it's like hard to find like don't pigs get it yeah something truffle like that. Pigs? yeah it's like in the dirt and it's hard to like yeah obtain. this is all very very base knowledge of literally anything <laughs> um i've heard of truffle pigs one time so i just assumed you know yeah. um but yeah it was it was really really good we had a crab cake that was appetizer good. which it seems like whenever we go to a nicer place like this we, get we just get cake. a crab cake <laughs> because it's just awesome well my thing is i feel like seafood in general if you don't go to a super nice place it tastes weird like it can kind of taste nasty yeah and so if you go to a nice place and there's like a crab cake you have to get it there because you're not going to get a crab cake at like long john silvers that's going to be disgusting <laughs> so if you go to a fancy place Dude, like you know you know it's going to be good crab it's going to taste good it's going to be like well balanced so i don't know when's the last time you went to a long john silvers i've never been to a long john <laughs> i don't silvers. think i have either i just had to think of like a really low grade seafood that's and what came to mind growing up in my town there was like in the 2000s like 90s to 2000s it was a big thing that they would combine two fast food restaurants so there was always um whenever we would come across a taco bell pizza hut we would go there okay because i would get taco bell stuff and then get the pizza hut breadsticks because it slammed and then um, in my town, there was a... No wonder your digestive system is so fucked up. There's There could be many reasons for it. I'm predisposed. It's it's inherent. <laughs> um, there was a, a Long John Silver's m- combined with an A&W. A&W, that's what it was. I couldn't remember what the pair what, was. What in the hell? Also, I've never seen an A&W before in my life. That's the only one I've ever seen. And it was combined with a Long John Silver's. Didn't know it was a thing other than root beer until like yeah. five years ago. <laughs> I thought it was just root beer, but no, it's like a burger place. And I grew up in that town, lived there up un- until I was 18, and never once ate there. Because who's eating there? It's either horrible, horrible cheap fish or this like some obscure restaurant that no one really knows <laughs> yeah. what it is. And then they tore that down and they built a Taco Bell. And everyone was like, finally. But that thing was there for like 20 years. But um, yeah, and then a couple months after they built the Taco Bell, it burned down. But whatever. Um, we can't have nice things in my in my small town. Anyway, we had a crab cake. <laughs> we had a crab cake. Um, That's good. I had the salmon. Yep. It was a huge piece of salmon, too. It was ginormous. Biggest piece of salmon I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. Oh, and I had a... Um, I had uh, an old fashioned. Yes, Is that what I got? It was called Eye of the Tiger Old Fashioned. Eye of the Tiger Smoked. Smoke, smoke, old fashioned. It's he just literally Eye had... of the Tiger Old Fashioned, but he was saying that it has oh, the with smoke, smoke with it. Okay. It literally came with a thing on top of it, like a piece of wood mm-hmm. on top of it, and he pulled it, he, he took it off. And this. There's that, buzzing. That's me. Oh, it is? Oh, yeah. Um, he, he pulls the, the thing off the piece of wood and there's like legit smoke. This could be a normal thing for other people. Like when they get old fashions or something, but I've never seen it. And it literally smelled like, like a campfire Mm -hmm. coming out of it. And it was pretty sick. Honestly, it was really good. I don't know what kind of like bourbon was in it. I didn't even look. I was just like, give me the old fashioned. Yeah. I forget what kind of stuff was in there. You got a mule. I did. I got an, they called it an American mule. So I don't know how that's different from a Moscow mule. Was there vodka in it? Maybe. Because <laughs> I know a 
Kentucky Mule has whiskey in it. But, but a Moscow Mule is with vodka. Yeah. But I got an American Mule, so I don't know how that's different. <laughs> but it was a pomegranate flavored one, and it was really okay. good. It didn't taste any different than a Moscow one, so I don't know why. Oh, then it must, have, it must have had vodka in it. But yeah, that's weird. I don't know why they would call it American Mule. I don't know. They it's just want to... snazzy coming up with a new name. They just want to take everything for themselves. But yeah, it was really good. Mm-hmm. You're yeah. Ten, we didn't, they actually gave us like a free little dessert. Because mm-hmm. um, when we came in, they're like, oh, are you celebrating anything? Because I'm sure most people that go there are celebrating something. They don't yeah. just go, you know, as their everyday dinner. Except for the um, people sitting next to us. Yeah, that's true. They were literally, <laughs> we overheard them say, well, last time we were here. And yeah, they so, were like, there's three couples and they all seemed like they all yeah. had some money. But um, they're like, oh, are you celebrating anything? We're like, yeah, our anniversary. They're like, oh, that's great. And so congratulations. And they sat us down. And then our waiter was like, have you been here before? I'm like, no. He's like, okay, well, you celebrating something? He said, yeah, our anniversary. He's like, oh, how many? And we said, one. One. <laughs> and he's like, oh, well, you made one it. One year. <laughs> so. Yeah. But I, then they brought he brought us out like a little dessert sampler thing at the end of the night that had like a little napkin underneath that said happy anniversary all over it or whatever mm-hmm. so we got like a free sample of dessert <laughs> what was the thing on the spoon on the dessert thing? it was there um i think it was like a it looked like icing because i think they just piped it with like a piping tip but mm-hmm. it was their like um cheesecake filling oh, okay yeah, and yeah, then yeah. they had like a little raspberry like hardened raspberry tart-ish thing with yeah. it or whatever but i have a good. hard time not getting cheesecake at places like that <laughs> yeah. we did we didn't end up getting like a full dessert because no. we were so there was so much food full. Going on. we did we couldn't even finish our dinner because Mm-mm. i didn't realize going in that they do the sides family style like you yeah, said and so we each got a side portions. and it was like this huge thing of asparagus and a giant thing of mashed potatoes yeah <laughs> and we were like oh shit i mean and I then guess we that's also why. had bread beforehand and then our yeah. crab cake so yeah yeah we're like no we really want i think it was perfect that we were able to get the sample of dessert because it was just like that perfect sweet at the end of the meal but we didn't have to like buy a a huge thing and yeah because there's no way i would have been able to eat it (laughs) now i really did want to get that chocolate cake we saw woodford chocolate cake dude (laughs) we saw him walk by with it multiple Multiple times times. oh it looked so good. good I'm gonna go back and just just get. I'll that. say just order online if you can somehow and, and just, just like get pick the, it up. Just yeah. get the cake. I might have to do that. It looked so good, but yeah, I had a uh, a steak that was almost as big as me, and it was unreal. It's definitely the best steak I've ever had. It has of to course. be. Um, the Avenue was was really good, but it's like at at the time the Avenue. If you're familiar with Columbus at all, watching this, there's a string of restaurants called owned by the same guy, Cameron Mitchell. The Avenue is one of them, and I had a steak there, and at the time, that was the best one for sure, mm-hmm. but then this is like, just kind of like a step up yeah. from that almost somehow, um, but man, like, yeah, it was awesome, um, but yeah, the the reason we were there anyways um, is because when this comes out on Monday, the 23rd, mm-hmm. it'll be a whole year. It'll be our anniversary. Since our wedding. One, two, three. Uh-huh. January 23rd. Easy to remember. That's why I, I picked it. I can, <laughs> Just I can do that. It also happened to be available, which is great. Yes. Um, and it, the days leading up to it, it was like warmer and no snow. And all we really wanted was snow. Mm-hmm. And then it snowed the on, day before yes. and on the like and that morning so technically exactly like, a year <coughs> like to the not the number not to the date but to the day as right now because we're recording this on sunday and of this week uh-huh. it snowed like this literally oh yeah on that sunday yeah so today's the 22nd so it basically yeah. would have been 23rd last year but it snowed just like this but it had been warmer leading up to it similar right. to like right now um, and then it just dumped snow and we thought no one was going to make everyone that was traveling in. We're like, they're not going to make it. Yeah. It wasn't exact. It was in a greenhouse. So it wasn't exactly like on a main road, you know? Um, so it was like kind of iffy whether or not people could get there. But I think, I don't think anyone was no, think- not there because of the roads or anything like that. Yeah. <laughs> I was just thinking, I was like, I know there was one of your family members who kind of was lost and just couldn't figure out where to go, but I don't Ooh. think that had anything to do with the snow. Oh, was it my Aunt Linda? It was my oh, Aunt Linda. Yeah. She um, was at like some like equestrian something. And, <laughs> yeah. and yeah. your mom was like, she's at some like horse 
sanctuary something or whatever and i like i was like i've never heard of that but i'll like look up on google maps to see if it's nearby literally didn't exist so i was like i don't know where she is <laughs> and this is while i'm getting like into my dress and like she's like oh, helping like bridesmaids and stuff get ready i'm like i i'm sorry i don't know i can't do this right now i can't try and figure out where she is i'm That's, sorry like why wouldn't somebody like maybe bring that to me you know nobody went to you me. about anything everyone came to me that day uh, like you were in there just ripping shots and i was like oh yeah we were drinking whiskey and doing all kinds of and shit. like the um pocket um why can't i think of the word My pocket, pocket squares square. someone came into the bridal suite and was like basically i was like oh how's it how are the guys doing has anyone checked in on them they're like oh yeah they're not even dressed yet and it was like we had like an hour and i was like okay and they're like yeah nobody can find their pocket squares i was like why is no one trying to figure this out can someone like do something they're like well does tyler have his that's what i care about no No. i was like okay (laughs) so what we did was i took someone else's um i can't remember who's maybe matt shout out matt i'm just assuming it was matt and i took thomas's socks i don't know if he's listening i forgot my socks and he happened to have green socks and they matched my suit perfectly so he was like yeah here use these and i was like all right bet i still have them um but i i took his and then i think my or no i took my grandpa's he pockets no sorry what is going on i took somebody's and my grandpa didn't have his either yeah so then so him and somebody else had to use a napkin as theirs because it was just white anyways so no what it was was my mom had brought for a few people i think she had brought her own white handkerchiefs small handkerchiefs for like if you were crying or something for it not to be just like tissue paper like up there or whatever yeah so i think she gave whoever the last person was one of those handkerchiefs and just like (laughs) somehow folded it to fit like a pocket square yeah yeah i mean it worked it out was all right. it did but it was it, fine i was just like getting ready finalizing my hair about to get mm-hmm. my dress on and people were like yeah the guys are not even ready and they're missing pieces of their suits i was like yeah great cool and i can't go over there and be like what's going on <laughs> right yeah luckily it was like the most insignificant part of the suit so like yeah yeah so it was all right you know there wasn't a whole lot to remember we weren't wearing like tuxes with vests and all that good stuff but no. um i think really that's like the only thing that actually didn't go right all day i mean unless you had something that didn't go right i don't even um i was just kind of chilling the only things i can think of are um my hair yeah i don't know why i i do know why and it was just stupid um i packed everything i had like trialed my makeup and hair before can you scoot back because you're making me in the dark because of that window thanks um i tried my makeup and hair to get it whatever how i wanted it like months before so then the night before the wedding i went out and got like a travel size of hairspray and like you know different things um to bring to the venue the next day well the travel size of hairspray because what was going on in my mind was oh i don't want to bring lug around a bunch of things like a big thing of hairspray and stuff or whatever i just want everything compact whatever sure so i got a travel size of hairspray not the brand or type that i usually used Ah. which i know this is so insignificant and the fact that this is like the one thing that i can think of that went wrong is a blessing you know Yeah, yeah but um i picked a different brand and style and so especially with it's snowing the water like it's already messing up my curls like that's not like my hair is not staying as it is because of the moisture and stuff but i didn't the hairspray that i normally use and trialed with was strong and held everything how it was and then the travel size that i ended up using on my wedding day like just didn't hold my hair at all so my curls lasted for like two seconds and then my hair was just kind of like dead which whatever that doesn't really make a difference i think my hair looked fine but yeah it's just not how i thought it would be mm-hmm. um and then other than that i don't know what was the going into it and we we probably talked about this going in like the weeks leading up but what was the one thing you were like most worried about possibly um, going wrong i don't know I don't know if I really was worried that worried about things. Yeah. Um, I mean, I wasn't, I know a lot of people are worried about like their va- messing up their vows or something, but 
I don't know. Like, we had ours written out and we read them. So, yeah. I mean, I had practiced it just to make sure I didn't, like, stumble over something. But I don't know. I wasn't really. Mm-hmm. I don't. I think maybe, like, the music getting messed up somehow oh, or, yeah. like, going down the aisle and it being. I don't know. But no, I wasn't. I mean, maybe that's. Yeah. Just me. Maybe more people are more worried about things. But I just wasn't really nervous about anything for our, our wedding day. Yeah. And I mean, I guess on top of that, we didn't really have a ton of like moving parts Mm-mm. because you and your mom and um, Jesse did so much of it. Yeah. That like, you know, we knew like the people that were in charge of a lot of things. We, you know, they were family members or something. Yeah. So they were like they understood and you know they weren't gonna take it lightly or anything like that so Mm -hmm. i think it just kind of it just worked out better that way that it was actually people we trusted in charge of like the decorations and getting things set like getting the table set i think that was probably one of the hardest things for me on the morning of well really afternoon of so our venue didn't let you in until 1 p.m and we were walking down the aisle. Well, I was walking down the aisle. The ceremony started at 3.30. Yeah. So we had two and a half hours to literally set up everything in yeah. the venue. Which, that was like the hardest thing for me was I was not allowed to help set up anything. I had to stay in the bridal suite the entire time and yeah. just twiddle my thumbs while everyone was running around doing stuff. And if you know me, like I want to help and get stuff done, especially for my day. I want to make sure it looks right, everything, you know. But I wasn't allowed out in case I saw him, which right. is stupid. Why didn't you just stay in your groom suite and I ran around and did stuff? Because that's not how it works. So also, that the was groom so hard. was literally right next to where they were setting everything yeah. up. It was like attached to it. Yeah. And it was so hot in there. We had to like open the door. What, you think mine wasn't hot? Yeah, it was. I had to open the door. Not only until later that night did I realize the door that I opened, had I looked out, I would have seen you because you were standing out in that patio taking pictures. But um, that was kind of nice because it was hot, but it was snowing outside. So if you just cracked the door, it relieved it a lot. But yeah, Yeah. I couldn't help set up at all. So people were just coming in and like showing me pictures of what it was looking like. And I was like, yeah, it looks great or whatever. But I just, I felt so helpless and I was alone in my bridal suite for so often because bridesmaids would go out and help get stuff ready so i was like i'm literally just sitting here by myself yeah <laughs> getting ready but yeah it was it all worked out but yeah yeah we luckily we um, we did open that door the the room we were in was like super small and wasn't really like connected to anything so that was i mean we could open the door to go outside but other than that we kind of had to open that door to to like the rest of the venue but yeah, I mean, I don't even, I helped with a few things, but other than that, I think it was mostly, like, your mom and Jesse and yeah. Jake and Eliza and Michael. Um, yeah, I didn't do anything. Yes. Yeah. there. <laughs> but, it, I mean, it went really well, I, I'll say. It snowed. Uh, that was perfect. It was in a greenhouse, so it was, like, mm-hmm. you could kind of see the snow coming around. I remember in the middle of our ceremony, as Jenny, who was our officiant, was talking and like saying stuff or whatever it was snowing started like snowing and you could just hear it falling on like the glass roof and it was just so cool yeah it was awesome and i wish the only thing i wish is that that roof would have been see-through too yeah um but it's it was like an actual greenhouse yeah so it's not straight glass which yeah probably at some point they'll do because it's not used as an actual greenhouse mm-hmm. anymore but um but yeah it was like that was the only thing i really wish but i mean behind us was glass right mm-hmm. all the walls were yeah glass. all the walls were glass and yeah it was really cool um so the with i guess being... another thing i'm gonna interrupt you Go ahead. another thing that i wish i would have changed or whatever um taking photos i am kind of a people pleaser and even though it was my day and i'm giving advice to any future brides out there mm-hmm. it's your day don't try and please everyone else if you want a certain photo that maybe will make someone else uncomfortable not (laughs) not position wise (laughs) yeah um just do it It, because it was snowing out it was really cold and all of my bridesmaids are pretty frail so standing out in the cold (laughs) they're freezing their asses off and so i there were a couple more like bridesmaid photos that i wanted to get 
but I said no like let them go inside and get like start their cocktail hour and let them do like warm up or whatever because I don't want them standing out there and being cold but now I kind of regret it because there are more photos that I wish I would have gotten but I didn't because mm-hmm. I was like I was fine and maybe that's just because like I was excited and my adrenaline was running it was yeah, my day yeah. and I also had a <laughs> much larger of a dress on than they did but right. um yeah, there are some photos that I wish I would have gotten that I didn't because I was like, oh, they're so cold. They're all complaining mm-hmm. about how cold it is and they can't feel their feet because they're in heels. And I was like, just yeah. let them go. Tyler and I will start our photos, whatever. Um, but yeah, I yeah. wish I would have done that. It was kind of, t- I guess I didn't consider them being in like open toed shoes. They're like in you know? straps, like thin yeah. straps, thin like material with heels in the snow. Yeah, yeah it was so, cold as shit. It was kind of crazy, but yeah don't uh don't compromise too hard yeah um, but again if that's like pleaser. the biggest thing that i compromised on then whatever yeah it was a couple photos so yeah with it being a full our for first full year of being married yeah. um i figured we talk about just kind of what we've married um talk about like the what we might have learned um so I guess, and I'm. I guess we could break it up, or if there's just like a general thing you want to talk about. But, um, is there anything specific you learned about me or yourself, or? Um, I did take a little note. Just for me, mm-hmm. I think I have made a lot of progress with communication, mm-hmm. which you can agree, I agree or disagree. No, I agree. Um, I've always been willing to communicate, obviously, but as excuse me as we further into our relationship and now marriage you're just learning about each other every day like just because you've been with someone for 10 years before you get married it doesn't mean that you're not going to keep learning about them so I think I've definitely progressed more in communicating I guess I'll say I've always been a communicator but just learning and progressing in the way that works best for us yeah so um yeah and i think i've really been (laughs) learning how to stand up against my own brain i guess is a good way to say it like my internal thoughts and the anxious thoughts that i have about you know maybe not wanting to communicate with him because what if it makes him upset or what if it gets us in a to an argument you know like whatever so Mm -hmm. i've been learning to just tell myself to shut up basically and just sit down and talk with him about whatever it is it could be something small it could be something big um because every single time that i do that and we talk about it it always works out fine like it's always yeah it's always the best case scenario and it goes smoothly and it's not a whole issue or anything so i think the more that it happens the more is proof is in the pudding and i can just be like Mm -hmm. it works so stop going in your head about everything um and just talk yeah so. yeah i um i do this thing where when i don't talk about it for a while and i guess like you don't always want to talk about it right away yeah and that's that's something we've tried to kind of meet in the middle on i think just mm-hmm. uh, like pretty much everything um i was always someone who wanted to talk like immediately and get it like yeah get it taken care of um and and so early on we were at two very opposite ends of that spectrum yeah and yeah and so now we've gotten to a point where like i'll wait a little bit longer and we literally have met in the middle there (laughs) like i'll wait a little bit longer and then you'll you'll be ready to talk a little bit sooner and we've Mm kind of met there but um i do this thing and i think a lot of people do i don't think i'm the only one but um, nope, you're the only one in the world. I'm the only one. I'm I'm very unique that way. Um, where if I don't talk about it, I'll just assume what you're thinking and feeling. Yeah. Because it it's a defense mechanism because you you assume you're being attacked somehow. Yeah. So you you try to get out in front of those attacks or something and think on the about defense. Yeah, it's a little defensive. <clears throat> yeah, and I I used to do that like be way worse at that i mean when we met i was literally 22 so it's like yeah we were which is really weird to think about like being the difference between 22 and 26 is is a lot i mean a lot of people aren't gonna think that but you're still in your 20s whatever but if i 
if one of our friends is like 20 says they're 22 or 23 i'm like you are a baby <clears throat> yeah that that chunk of time from your early 20s to you know your late 20 to 30 i'm sure it's gonna keep changing is like is so much rapid change mm-hmm. and so um it, the there really is such a huge difference i think in both of us from when we met because we're just we're just we've matured a lot in almost four years and um just changed the way the ways we approach things and i think a lot of it has to do with us wanting to meet the other person in the middle so Mm -hmm. me not you know making up shit in my head about like oh well she's thinking that i did this wrong and that i'm an idiot and that i'm you know the you know just some big dumb asshole like yeah just because other people have thought that possibly thought that about you in the past does not mean that i do (laughs) right and that's another thing that i've that i've had to realize about myself is i put how people have treated me in the past on you Mm -hmm. and not even like just people like dating or anything like just in general like how people family anyone yeah 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 and um yeah, so I've I've assumed a lot about you. I'm my own person, other, Tyler. I yeah, I know. And don't uh, group me in <laughs> with the people that I went to high school with, um, which is a whole another thing. But um, I don't like the people I grew up with for the most part. You no. don't like a lot of things. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think I think I projected a lot of those like their their insecurities and stuff based on how other people ta- mm-hmm. treated me and. I projected those onto you a lot and still like I'm not perfect at it. I, I still can sometimes, but I think that's. But we've also communicated and have like deep talks about how, oh, that could be a thing. Like when we were first realizing, oh, maybe that's what you're doing. And like, that's yeah. how it's, that's why this is all happening. So now we both understand like maybe that's why you're reacting this way or thinking these thoughts. So now that we're both aware of that, if we see it happening again, we can be like, hey, let's pause like is this what's Mm -hmm. going on if not then we can address it but if it is like let's realize what's going on because then it just kind of clears the air of like a whole nother element yeah and that's definitely the hardest part is figuring that out because that for the first couple years that's what we were doing it's like just because i say that like that does not mean it's easy (laughs) no it takes a really long time to learn that about yourself and for me being in a relationship in general but specifically being with you is where i learn those things because you're constantly interacting with someone else and you you constantly are directly facing those things that you you push on to someone else because whoever you are married to or dating or living with they get the the brunt of it mm-hmm. so um yeah it's it's just taught me a lot especially just like living together and being together all the time it's uh taught me a lot of that and yeah we've had we've had a lot of talks i need to go to therapy i guess you know so does everyone but yeah um better help better help (laughs) not a sponsor yet um sponsor us just us sponsor us yeah please just just give us free (laughs) free counseling um but yeah that's definitely what you've learned about yourself you think since we've gotten married well that's one of the things yeah i learned all kinds of (laughs) things about myself but um to mind I, um, yeah, actually, I would say that I am, um, how, I just had a thought in my head and then it just, it walked away. You've learned that you're forgetful. Well, I knew that already. (laughs) People have been telling me that since I was little. Um. And you're an idiot. Yeah, I'm stupid. (laughs) Um. Yeah, I think I, I just, like, want to be. I want to be helpful so bad that it hurts me sometimes. Yeah. And I I put myself in really shitty situations in order to try to do something that I think is helpful, but it's not always helpful. Um, and yeah, so I, I basically need to like chill out. And um, I, I think with us talking about things that are bothering us, mm-hmm. I'm always... I'm a, I'm a solutions person, mm-hmm. which you know by mm-hmm. now. Like when there's something wrong, I'm like, okay, I can either like bitch about it or I can think of a solution right now to help me to help give me some kind of direction to yeah. making it better. Because if I just like sit here and bitch about it, then it's not going to get better. But sometimes you really do need to just like 
to just vent. push it out. Yeah, yeah you get need it to out. vent to someone. And, yeah. you know, when you when you come to me, and it took me a long time to really learn this as well, like when you come to me frustrated about something, whether it's about me or not, um, you might not need a solution. You might just need someone to hear you and yeah. be like, yeah, that sucks. Just I'm like, really you're sorry. validated in feeling that way. Yeah, like, like you're not does, crazy you for feeling that way. Say, it's like, okay. Yeah, it sucks and I understand and... You know, I'm mm-hmm. here for you if you do need something, whatever. But yeah, sometimes I'm, I think you're realizing this, but sometimes you just don't need a solution at that second. You just need to process what's even happening. Like, yeah, you know, like if I can't even understand really what's going on, like there's no way I'm going to be able to figure out how to fix it. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm trying to act on my first like knee jerk reaction or my first interpretation of whatever the situation is. And that's something that i have learned that i've done like my whole life um without realizing it and so i think that's Mm a that's a pretty significant thing i think i've i've learned about myself is that like take a second and think about it you know don't just like you don't have to act immediately like you're 26 years old you got time give it a give it a second you know you have a second to yeah you have you have more time than you think Mm -hmm. um but is there anything you feel like you've learned about me um i have which i always knew this but i think with marriage more serious things have come up where this has been demonstrated to me i guess sorry um but whenever hard times like come about, you fight even harder, like for us mm-hmm. and for me and for our future and our life and stuff. Um, like obviously that's why I married you is because you care about us and you know want us to work and we'll do mm-hmm. anything to get that to happen. Um, but since we've been married there have been new challenges that have come our way or just new circumstances or situations that we've never been in before and just seeing you how you respond to those things like it just shows me that you're committed and you're willing to do whatever you need to do to make this work yeah (laughs) so like i've always known that but I think I've just learned that even more about you because I don't know, once you get married, it's more, it's legal, it's binding, it's more serious. There's more writing on it. Yeah. Yeah. We've talked about that too. Um, Well, thank you for saying that. I appreciate it. Um, (laughs) Well, thanks for for doing it. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yeah. I think with, and, and you don't think this will be a, a thing when you get married, but because we were already like living together for a few years before we got married and like logistically nothing really changes. Yeah. Um, but there is just more to it now. Like we not only like the legal part of it, which is a whole different thing, but the fact that you stood in front of everyone, you know, and you know, people that you grew up with and your whole family and your best friends Mm -hmm. and made that commitment to someone and celebrated that love for each other it it makes you think like because it can be easy to think like all right you know i'm done or whatever like i'm sure a lot of people feel that way all the time um but thinking about that that commitment you made and what it meant to you and the reason you made it in the first place Mm -hmm. um i think is what is the 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 thing for me at least to hold on to all the time like when we do have something really difficult that comes up because I mean, I've heard from a lot of people that the first year is the hardest. Yeah. Um, obviously, I don't know that yet. I mean, I know all I know <laughs> yeah. is what we've gone through, but we've only had the first year. <laughs> right. But I mean, like you said, it, we're we're in our twenties. We are constantly changing as people still, mm-hmm. and so I think for um, it's it says a lot for people to make it through that together through all that change yeah and it's i always think about my sister Alyssa and her husband wesley Mm -hmm. they started dating in high school and now they've been married for six years almost yeah it'll be 2017 yeah it'll be six years they've been together for i don't know yeah (laughs) cut it out 
Um, they've been together for such a long time, and they went through changes of like the end of high school into college. I don't it, know. You, it is no, there's a no miracle way. to find someone in high school and still be compatible with them later in life when you're I guess. Like, like 30 you know? you change so much from high school to college to now like almost like 30 like it is yeah very special for people especially like just mm-hmm. i'll say Alyssa and wesley because that's who we're talking about but for them to like it's still to just work like i can't even imagine where i was in high school if i was still with the certain people i was with then at like it just mm-hmm. there's no way no way yeah and it, like for for anyone to have and i guess this is why it didn't happen that way but for anyone to have dealt with that piece of shit that was me (laughs) through like and by piece of shit i just mean like erratic and didn't i didn't know myself at all and i still kind of don't but i'm getting a better handle on it i think and Mm -hmm. you know uh i don't sorry to all of tyler's (laughs) (laughs) ex-girlfriends they're not watching for the love of god don't watch this that would be really weird um or do whatever i'll take the i'll take the clicks um yeah i i think to to make it through those stages of your personal development with the same person is insane yeah and you know now they have three kids three boys and Mm -hmm. it's just like the best thing ever and it's wesley (laughs) oh shit get that girl wes well, I don't want to talk about it too much because it makes me feel weird. But <laughs> what that your sister has babies? Yeah, I mean, trust me, I get it. I know where babies come from, but you know, I mean, your dad literally to told it. you earlier today that you were in his balls at yeah. one point in life. So today, the twenty second is my dad's birthday. Shout out, shout Jimmy. out, Jimmy. Um, he's a he's a solid forty eight today. I think. I thought he was turning forty nine this year. Because, well. I don't know. My I know my mom turned fifty, and I thought he was two years younger than my mom. But I that's just how I base everything. Is like I know one thing, and then I know how they relate. Well, to last it. year he was forty eight, and she was fifty. But now it's a new calendar oh, year. Oh yeah. Okay, I didn't think about that. I think he's turning forty. He's forty nine. He's got to be done deal. He's forty nine. Anyway, you're getting old, Chief. You're um, saying happy birthday. <laughs> um, today, yeah, today's my dad's birthday. Happy birthday! And I don't remember what I was saying before that. You were in the, his balls. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, it's, I said, happy birthday, you old bitch. And he said, I may be old, but you have to deal with the fact that you're in my balls. And I was like, cool. Cool. That's my dad. He's 49, acts like he's 25. If that. Yeah. He acts Which, straight seven. Yeah. He acts like his grandsons. <laughs> Which, I mean, I guess, like, I, it doesn't, it never occurs to me how strange it is having parents who are just now turning 50, you know? Yeah. Like, that's not like super normal. I mean, I guess where I came from, it's pretty normal. But yeah. everyone in my family had kids like super young. So, um, but I enjoy it. I enjoy having young parents. But um, Jesus, the cat's trying to knock the door down. Surprise. Um, but yeah, th- with what we were saying, like your sister having kids. Yes, <laughs> sister having kids. Um, yeah, it's just been an, an awesome experience for everyone and been super positive, even though it's been really, really hard, I'm sure, for them. Yeah. And, you know, you have all kinds of things happen. But, um, yeah, that's always just been something for me to look at as far as, like, when you go back and forth. We went back and forth on, like, you know, whether or not we want to have kids and yeah. all that stuff. We're really pulling back the curtain on this episode of <laughs> yeah. us, which Welcome is okay with me. But, um you know it stuff like that makes me really like realize that yeah it can be like a really positive experience yeah. and it doesn't have to be like so difficult like some things were and um yeah so that's a whole nother thing but what have you learned about me i've learned um that you will you will work really really hard to get better at something that you feel like you are lacking in and yeah that's called perfectionism (laughs) and i well but i wouldn't call it lacking in in something i i know that you would but i think you really have taken these things like dealing with things like anxiety and the things that your brain tells you and um things that i don't always understand because they're not always things that i relate to or that i feel yeah um 
you've worked really, really hard to put yourself in situations to make you more comfortable with certain things Mm -hmm. and to kind of help defeat that part of your brain that's telling you that it's not okay. Yeah. Um, Especially socially. And I guess if, I don't know if you want to like cut this out or whatever. We'll see what you say. (laughs) Yeah. But socially, um, I know that's always been just more difficult for you because Mm -hmm. it's anxiety inducing and um, you're worried about like different social cues and stuff like that and and messing literally things every, up literally everything which i guess we've yeah. we talked about with dinner last night but um you have put yourself in those situations to try to feel more comfortable and to realize that like okay not everyone is trying to it, it's just, not it's, everyone is thinking every single bad thought about me yes basically the, basically that even though i'm um, telling myself that everyone is thinking terrible things about me <laughs> yeah they're actually not and they really don't care about me. <laughs> they do care about I'm you, but they're kidding. not judging you. Yes. And and obviously that's social things for me are different because mm-hmm. I didn't have those exact challenges that you have um, socially. I've always been a very social person. But but yeah, I think for a long time I just didn't I, – I was just really having a hard time understanding what that feels like for you. And I yeah. – I don't. I guess I'll probably never truly understand. No, and that's um, fine. I accept that. Yeah, but I can see the effort that you put into to being more comfortable and to, like I said, defeating that part of your brain that's like that's telling you, basically, that's lying to you about what everyone yeah. is thinking and you know, yeah, all that stuff. So you you can recognize when you are. Sorry, I'll word it differently. Okay. You've you've learned so much about yourself and matured so much that you can recognize these things just easier now mm-hmm. that like okay, maybe my brain is lying to me here or maybe I'm yeah. I'm making this up because I'm trying to defend myself. Mm-hmm. Um like and I, I do. just want to just from my point of view and what I've experienced and what I go through and stuff. I don't know if lying to me is the right way to put it. I would say telling me irrational things sure because lying it's not it could be true what i'm thinking you know yeah that's true it's just it's irrational it's probably not yeah actually i guess it's happening. technically not impossible yeah, yeah it's not it's probably not really what's going on so it's irrational but it could be true yeah so that's the only reason no, i'll say fair. it's not lying right it's not because if i understood that it was lying then i'd be like oh then who cares none of this is gonna happen you yeah. know but it could yeah that's true <laughs> So you've you've put a lot of effort into realizing that some of those fears are irrational yes. and that like that's probably not what's going on. Mm-hmm. And I know that's a hard thing to to change your your way of thinking, you know, like yeah. to to get some kind of message from your brain and realize okay, that's probably not true right now. Like yeah. I don't need to I don't need to worry about that. So um yeah i think just the um you're you're very mature and and put the time into realizing like ways that you can improve just for yourself not for me not for anyone else but Mm -hmm. like for yourself and you put yourself in those situations to to be better or be healthier and any you know physically mentally all that stuff so um well, yeah, I think you. that's that's something that you've grown a lot in the last, and even just in the last year, but in the last four years, you know. Yeah, I appreciate that you can see that, mm-hmm. and even if you can't, sometimes I try to remind him, like, hey, and I under, and it's not a lack of you for not seeing it because again, you don't deal with this, like you know, yes. you don't have these thoughts or this way of life i guess whatever Mm -hmm. so i would understand that it wouldn't occur to you so yeah sometimes i'll remind you and be like hey like this thing that we're about to do or whatever it's going to be really hard for me it's not what i'm comfortable with but i'm doing it to push myself whatever so i might need some help you know like i might need a little comfort here and there because i'm going to be very uncomfortable or something um right but yeah i really do appreciate that you can see the effort that i put in because Again, it's not easy and I don't I yeah. I would rather not do it and just have right. to be in my comfort zone, you know. Yeah. Um but yeah, it's just reassuring and makes me feel like the discomfort that I go through sometimes is worth it. 
So. Yeah. Um, is there anything that you feel like you've learned about marriage specifically? I know we've kind of talked about some of this stuff already, but. Um, I mean, again, it's not super different from a relationship, I guess. Like mm-hmm. if someone, if there are people like a couple out there who have been partners for 15 years and they don't want to get married, but they're still like going to be lifelong partners or whatever. So I don't think it's necessarily like being married. Mm-hmm. That is what I'm going to talk about. Um, but just, I think, finding your person. Mm-hmm. Tyler and I hate that. It's a bachelor term. <laughs> your person. Um, yeah. The idea of a long, exclusive, committed relationship. Yes. Doesn't that have to be in general. So it doesn't have to be necessarily marriage. Yeah. Um, but it's really fun. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. defined your lifelong partner and basically your best friend to then do everything with or choose not to do things with. Like, it's just mm. the understanding there is just like comfortable. And if there's hard times to know that there's someone going to be there to help you through it, whether it's like your hard time, like together, or mm-hmm. if it's an individual hard time and have someone that's going to like assist you or let you do what you need on your own, just the balance there it's just it's so rewarding and so fun Mm -hmm. and then when there are good times either again individually or together you have that person right there again to celebrate with you and to enjoy it with you and it's just the best yeah it's the best finding your person Mm -hmm. but to find and i don't again i don't know what you want you know i don't know if i believe in soulmates like i don't know what exactly that means but i've told you before if a soulmate is someone that makes you happy and it can transcend everything and just like forever, like make me genuinely everything about me like joyful, then sure, you're my soulmate. Like, I don't, yeah. I don't know what that means, but, and I think whatever soulmate, I think you can have multiple soulmates too in that terms. Like there can be multiple people that can make you feel that way in different ways, but yeah, um, yeah to find your committed lifelong partner so for us in this case my husband marriage what Mm -hmm. i'm talking about it's just it's really fun yeah it is (laughs) and it it is interesting that you bring that up that like you don't think there's just one soulmate for everyone like i don't think that there's just like the one like the person that you're meant to be with i don't either yeah i don't it, it that's so limiting because then you're mentally you are stuck in a place where you're like oh this was supposed to be the one and like i went Mm -hmm. through all of this and now i have to like somehow undo it or something and Mm -hmm. then you know whatever everyone's everyone's gonna think i'm a fraud or something you know or like i think i'm a fraud or whatever it is but um yeah i agree that i don't think there's there's just one but i think we were we were lucky enough to be able to find one of them you know like that's the thing is finding one of them like one of those people that you mesh with really well you that it's someone that's going to want to put a life together with you and build something bigger than just yourselves Mm -hmm. and um that's really hard to do i think and i think it's getting progressively harder um but yeah it's just it it's really difficult to find a person like that so the, the fact that we have and, you know, obviously our intent is to keep it this way for the rest of our lives. Yeah. You know, that's the intention that is my here. Intent. Yeah. Um, is insane. Like, it is really a crazy thing. And I know this has been happening for, you know, as long as humans have existed, probably yeah. pretty much. But, um, yeah, it just, Lenny is really trying to, like, break the door down right now. Um, he is. You're like, I'm part of your life. <laughs> yeah. Let me in. Um, yeah, it's just, it's really crazy to realize that you've, that you've done that, you know? And it, yeah, it's just, it's nuts. And mm-hmm. you can really, it's crazy to think that you can do that. Like, I never thought I could, but you know, yeah. here we are. Um, but I would say the, something I learned about marriage or being, you know, in a relationship is it's okay sometimes to not uh, to be just like drained and not be able to 
take on what the other person is dealing with every single time. Mm-hmm. Like I, and I think that's something that I was like, Oh, if I can't, like if you're having a hard time with something and I can't help you with it every single time, then, you know, maybe I shouldn't be doing this. Like, I, yeah. I don't know why, how I set that standard for myself somehow. Jesus, Lenny, <laughs> I don't know where that standard for myself came from because yeah. it's just really like not rational. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, it's okay. It's okay to feel drained and to maybe like, it's okay to deal second. with your own things yeah and need to prioritize yourself Mm -hmm. in a marriage it's the whole like oxygen on airplanes thing like Mm -hmm. you need to like the mask yeah the mask you have to put your mask on before you help anyone else because if you're helping someone else and you run out of oxygen (laughs) in the meantime you're not gonna be helping them so yeah you gotta sometimes in a partnership you gotta prioritize some of your feelings and whatever before taking on anyone else's and again that's hard to navigate and to balance because maybe (laughs) something that you think you need to prioritize in your life maybe isn't something that should be prioritized you know i don't know whatever again it's hard to dictate but yeah learning that Mm -hmm. sometimes it's okay to not be able to take on someone else's baggage i guess for lack of a better term um while you have other things that you need to deal with. Yeah. And it also goes back to us learning how to communicate a lot better. Like communicating that is really hard. Yeah. Because like the the person you love the most is clearly going through something difficult. And you, say, you just have to be I like, I can't help I don't, you right now. Yeah. Like I'm yeah. not, I'm not capable of helping you right it's now. Hard. And for them to be accepting of that. Yeah. Even it's hard when to going, accept it. And yeah. it's hard to say it. I mean, it's not an easy task on either fronts. Yeah. So. And this is like, I mean, I guess I understand why, but these are, I feel like these are the things that, th- that people are just not going to talk about when they talk about their marriage. They're going to talk about like, Oh, what's the re this, what's the secret to a long lasting marriage? And they're going to say like, take separate vacations or some dumb shit like that. You Kiss know what I mean? Every morning. Kiss That's all every you gotta morning. Do. Say, I love you before bed. <laughs> That's all you have to do. And then read your Bible. Um, <laughs> I mean, that's what they would say. That's what old people do. Read First Corinthians. Uh, yeah, you're set. I don't even know what's in that. Um, it's not the love. It's patient love. Is kind one. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I think so. Um, but yeah, people uh, people aren't gonna really talk about how like it, sometimes you have to say no, you know, mm-hmm. and like is that person willing to accept that and understand why you're saying no? And if they're not, if then not, it's going to be hard. Like You shouldn't be together. No, no. If you can't accept that for the person that you love with all of your being, then I don't think you mm-hmm. love them with all your being. Right. You know? It, and, yeah, it's hard. Again, it's battling selflessness and selfishness. Um, but, mm-hmm. again, and, if it's your partner that you want to do this with, then... Mm-hmm. You'll make it work somehow. Yeah, and a and a love and tolerance like that is learned. It's not just yeah. there when you meet no. somebody, and no. people think it is. People think yeah. it should be love at first sight. It's just yeah, that's it. You just have all this figured out when you meet them. Like this is the shit we went through for a couple years until we took the time. We matured enough to take the time to learn about each other's brains mm-hmm. and realize that you know the other person's brain only has so much to give at any given time like they can't they can't be everything for everyone even me like you you can't be everything for me um that's not to say that it's hard as i want that to be the case like not only does it suck for you that i can't be everything but it sucks for me because i want to be everything you know and that's not these realizations that you don't put your own stuff aside for a second to help the other person sometimes like sometimes you have you have the capacity you feel you feel full enough in your own brain and in your own heart at the moment to be able to do that and that's great like that's ideal situation um but yeah it's not it's not always like that and so yeah people for people for someone to realize that and to to not have that expectation on someone to constantly just be ready to take my shit on at any at any given moment yeah um is a is a hard thing to to learn um but if you're willing to to put the time in to learn it it 
it, things are so fun like you said like mm-hmm. it really is so much fun you can be doing literally anything and it's it's like the best thing you've ever done just yeah. because you get to share it with someone and that's something I've always wanted for my whole life is to yeah. to have somebody to share everything with but mm-hmm. um yeah you get to share every everything we're trying to we started a podcast like we're trying to start a business i'm i switched jobs we've both switched jobs a few times yeah um and we're we're like trying to just make our way but we're doing it at the same time we're doing it together and we get to bounce these things off each other yeah um and i think that's as fun as it is again it can be stressful too but yeah um, of course it's a whole balancing act but yeah to again to do it with the person hard and good times it's yeah it's fun we're just going to turn this into a relationship advice show i think hey and maybe that'll get the clicks yeah we should we should do like an episode where we have some people we know submit questions or something like that yeah and um and talk about them because even though i mean we're only 26 we've been married for a year but i really do think that we've we've put ourselves in a situation to be knowledgeable on a lot of these things and yeah. you know we'll learn more I'm, there's so much shit that we still have to learn but mm-hmm. um you know i'm never gonna feel like i have anything completely figured out because i think that's an, a, a really weird thing to think about yourself but yeah, yeah. um but yeah, yeah maybe we'll create <laughs> some anonymous i know there's like anonymous ask me type apps or whatever that you can put through your instagram maybe yeah. we'll do that and have say like people that are married or have been in a long-term relationship like submit questions or mm-hmm. situations or things that you're struggling with and we'll give advice right because <laughs> we're so knowledgeable curious about you know hearing just what, what we think yeah, about or it. what we think about it yeah and maybe everything that you just listened to you're like i That's don't bullshit. Wa- i don't want any of that in a relationship like you guys your relationship sucks then yeah great but maybe if anything that we <laughs> okay. said you're like oh yeah that's mm-hmm. kind of insightful yeah there you go. yeah if you want to hear what we think listen about anything keep listening if not that's what this is really it's just the, what we think about things. that's what any <laughs> podcast is yeah if you're listening to a podcast you're going to listen to just opinions on shit anyway we're married <laughs> we've been married for a year um yep. a year ago today year. we were having our rehearsal dinner mm-hmm and, and matt showed up again. to spaghetti warehouse instead of the God venue damn it, matt <laughs> i just remembered that yeah we had the obviously you have the rehearsal first and then you go to dinner and he went to the dinner jesus lenny, lenny is legit he pushing, is pushing this huge box out of the way <laughs> to get through the door um but matt went to dinner first instead of the venue we were all at the venue just he was like we were waiting for a couple more people and he called and he's like spaghetti warehouse right and tyler's like yeah that's where we're going to eat afterwards he's like he's like well wait no one's here he's like yeah we have <laughs> rehearsal first at the venue he's like oh shit he's like i'll be there in 20 minutes and just hung up <laughs> like the guy acts okay. like he's never been in a wedding before he definitely has yeah but they probably all had like extensive i guess everyone does it a little differently stuff. yeah yeah we did not it's going matt ruined our day no ruined our whole wedding weekend i mean one of your groomsmen i'm not throwing shade i'm just saying one of our groomsmen um couldn't be there because he had covid yeah that's true yeah cody jesus lenny chill he's like i need um yeah but that's um that's kind of been a lot of our our first year of being married yeah and I'm uh, I'm excited to have this to document it, even if no one watches it. I yeah, don't care. Yeah, in a year we can go back and see what it was like in a year. Exactly. Um, if we're still together. Yeah. Yeah. The guy apparently. Will like, we still continue it... to do this if we divorce? No. Why? What? <laughs> That'd what? be such a good like. You'd get insight. Clicks. Yeah. Oh, I, insight I don't into know, divorce. Just, well, that and like <laughs> I don't know. It's always interesting. I think when people who've been in a relationship for a long time like go their separate ways obviously take their time they need to like whatever but then they become friends afterwards to like basically be able to talk about like how shitty things were yeah i mean i do think that even if like interesting even if somehow our marriage didn't work out i think we'd still be friends no i would want to be but it'd be hard for for you to continue on getting a new life like that would be 
Yeah. Devastating. Yeah. I couldn't watch that. For the, well, bo- then, for the boys not to be up. my nephews anymore. <laughs> Forget you be, not those, being my husband, but for the boys not to be my nephews. Those kids will always remember you no matter what. Not if you put like bad images of me I'm not going to do that. I'm just kidding. Jeez. Aiden, you know, Nolan, and Rowan. Like, this bitch is you are crazy. always my nephews. Even if he divorces me. I will still make what if you, you what if I will you still me? make you Christmas presents. What if, what if you divorce me? Then is are you are they still your nephews? Yeah. Okay. But I will then do it's that. It's on your terms. Yeah. All right. In legal binding when we are filing divorce papers, I'll be like they're still my nephews. Yeah. That'll be one of your your terms. Lenny had to say goodbye. Say bye Lenny. Say bye. All right. That's a, that's it for this week. I'm going to torture Lenny here for a second with my love. So we will see you next week. Bye. Bye.